So the problem is that we understand persistence as an emotion, a pep talk to stick it out. But it gives us no power to actually stick it out. That was Pastor Tay Shin shedding light on what persistence is not. The fight against porn is a fight of persistence. But if you're like me, staying at it is hard. We often go through cycles of zeal and discouragement. Well, in this podcast episode, Pastor Tay teaches on persistence and specifically how we can persist in the fight to real and lasting change. This is a two-part teaching series, and we're on part one. This is the Overcoming Porn Podcast. Let's get it. Welcome to the Overcoming Porn Podcast, where it's all about helping you flee temptation, overcome porn, and live in lasting victory over sexual sin from a biblical perspective. Produced by the Titus II Institute. Hey, what's going on, everyone, and welcome to the show. This is the Overcoming Porn Podcast, episode 19, and I am your host, George, from the Titus II Institute, and we are a ministry dedicated to building up the next generation through counseling, coaching, and building online schools. And I want to thank you for joining us on the show today. Um, If this show has been of any help, any encouragement, any blessing to you, if you could be so kind as to bless us in return and in uh, whether that is giving us a five-star review on apple itunes or giving us a follow and like on spotify or sharing this podcast with a friend who is also struggling with porn or trying to help and minister to someone struggling with porn we would be extremely appreciated and brothers today uh, on episode 19 we are speaking upon persistence. And Pastor Tay thought that it was timely to put out this two-part teaching series that he has been working on because um, a lot of men, and myself included, are prone to give up in the fight. We're prone to sit back and stop trying. We're prone to think, what's the point anymore? because I've fallen so many times, because I've gone against the Lord so many times, because I've repented so many times, and it seems like uh, you just keep going back again and again to the same old habits of sin. Uh, You keep going through the same rituals of being too stressed out, being angry, uh, feeling unappreciated, and running to porn as that escape as that fantasy world and pleasure. Uh, And so, brothers, you know, we want to minister to you and we want to give you fuel for the fight. We want to help you run the long race and run the good race uh, of faith so that you can persevere in this fight. 
brothers. Oftentimes, victory is just over the horizon. And we need to keep going and we need to keep running after our Savior, Jesus Christ. And he will surely uh, bless our persistence. He will surely empower our persistence and get us there. So, brothers, today's teaching will be on persistence. And this is a two-part teaching series. And this is part one. Before we get into it, I just want to let you know that we do have a free resource called the Overcoming Porn Blueprint, and it is the four steps, the four areas of attack, the four things that you need to put into place in your life so that you can overcome porn, so that you can slay this beast, and so that you can persevere and persist in the battle. And this free resource now comes with a 10-day email companion course where we walk you through how to implement this blueprint step-by-step -step every day with five-minute actionable steps that, you, that anyone can take. And so, brother, brothers, I encourage you to go out and get this free resource. You can find it at titus2institute.com. That's Titus with the number 2institute.com forward slash blueprint. Now, let's get into episode 19 of the Overcoming Porn podcast with Pastor Tay teaching on persistence, and this is part one. Hello, friend. This is Pastor Tay, founder of the Titus 2 Institute, and this is a two-part series on persistence, and you are listening to part one in a two-part set. Persistence, as you know, is the choice to press on despite the difficulty and failures. It's the choice not to give up no matter how many times you have failed, no matter how many times you failed in making a change in your life, no matter how many challenges you face as you try to improve. Persistence is the key to making that change possible. Now you can apply this message to whatever change you are trying to make. Think about that change as you listen to this. So, persistence is a secret to making a change in your life. Well, it's not really a secret. Nothing in the Christian life is intended to be a secret. I don't want to give you the impression that I have some secret sauce to sell. It's not like that. Maybe a better way to say it is that persistence is the key to making a change in your life. Now, there are three key issues to cover in our pursuit of persistence. And here in part one, we will cover two of the three major issues. The first is the lack of persistence. So let's talk about number one, the lack of persistence. Every Christian knows the concept of persistence. It's the Christian message of sticking it out despite the difficulty. Every Christian heard a sermon or a Bible study on persistence, the message of not giving up. Every Christian has been challenged to be persistent. Every Christian is told that persistence is the key to their success and victory over sin. But most Christians are not persistent. They give up in the face of difficulty. The truth is that Christians are not persistent. They start something and poop out after two weeks. They start something and don't finish it. We are motivated in the beginning and give up before it happens. 
Think about all the new ventures you started and then gave up. You know, we're all like this. For example, New Year's resolutions. Most people quit as soon as they get started. Many don't even get started. Think about new exercise plans. Push-ups and sit-ups every morning. Uh, stop eating junk food. Joining a gym. You know, people sign up all excited in the new year and then by February they stop going. That new diet, but it barely lasts a week, right? Playing a musical instrument, you give up after the second lesson. Your house is filled with things you have tried in the past, but gave up. Quiet time devotions, for example, you stop doing it after a week. Date nights with your spouse, stop after the first date. Breaking sinful habits, you stop after just a week such as uh, verbal abuse, constant arguing, or lying, or gossiping, or watching porn, and other sexual sins. You know, Jesus said in Matthew chapter 26 that the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Meaning, your spirit, your heart, is willing to do the right thing, but your flesh is weak. Your body is weak and gives up. Certainly our flesh is very weak and so we give up and then we feel guilty. And so we make excuses like being busy or being tired or not having enough time or not seeing any results. And then we shift the blame onto the program and saying it, it doesn't work. And, and then we say nothing works. I tried everything and nothing works. Let's do this. Make a chart, a three-column chart. And take out a piece of paper, and let's do this for fun. Take out a, a piece of paper with, uh, and draw three columns. And the first column is the change you want to make. Put that as a title, the change you want to make. So write in that change, like a new diet or stop watching porn or, or whatever you are struggling with. Then in the second column, write down, how long did you last? Okay, so in other words, the first column, you write down the change that you want. And then uh, the second one, how long did you last? How, uh, in other words, uh, when did you give up? And then the third column, why did you stop? Okay, so change, uh, the first column, change to make. The second column, how long did you last? And the third column, why did you stop? After making the chart, you will begin to notice some things. Maybe a pattern will emerge or starting something new and just giving up. You'll realize kind of your style about it. Maybe of getting very busy and then giving up. In other words, it will give you insight as you write that down. In fact, write the same thing over and over again. For example, watching porn. Two years ago, you set out to stop watching porn, but it lasted only two weeks. Write that down. Then last year, you set out to try again to stop watching porn, but this time it lasted one month. Write that down. Then this year, you, you tried to uh, do it again to stop watching porn, and this time you lasted three weeks. Write that down. So it can be the same thing over and over again with little success. 
Another example is a new eating habit. Changing your eating habits is one of the most difficult things to do. How many times have you tried? Write down all the times you have tried. The truth is that we all have a chart full of things we've tried but failed in changing. But preachers and teachers keep telling us to be persistent. But it's not working. Why? What is the problem? So the first of the three major issues is the lack of persistence. Here's a second major issue, and that is the problem of persistence. So with point number one, we confirm there is a lack of persistence. Now, what is the problem? Why don't we have persistence? The problem is how we view persistence. In other words, how we understand it. How we interpret it when someone tells us to be persistent. When someone says to you, be persistent, how does your mind process that? Actually, it's processed more from our hearts. It's processed as an emotion not to give up. Like a quick shot of emotion to stick it out. So when you hear the challenge, be persistent, how do you process that? Most people respond to it like an emotional challenge, like grit your teeth, bite the bullet, grin and bear it, and whatever analogy you want to use. But um, there's nothing, I want to say there's nothing wrong with that emotion to stick it out. But the problem is that it's not enough. Persistence is not a shot of emotion. If uh, your minds are processing persistence as an emotion to keep going, well, you won't keep going because emotions come and go. It won't be there to help you stick it out. But that's how it still is presented in sermons and pep talks to stick it out and not give up and be persistent. And you process it like it's a, a good reminder, like, oh yeah, I, I, need to, I need to do that. And it feels good to hear that reminder, but it won't work. So the problem is that we understand persistence as an emotion, a pep talk to stick it out. But it gives us no power to actually stick it out. So let's have some fun with this. Let's make another chart. And this time, a two-column chart. Take out a piece of paper and just make two columns. The first one is the message to be persistent. That's the title, the message to be persistent. Put down all the places and all the messages uh, that, that you've heard, you know, just the one or two words that remind you of that message, like, like a sermon to be persistent or an advice from a teacher or a friend or a book you read or a mu movie you saw that inspired you to persevere. Now in the second column you know, is uh, about how long did it last or how much did it help you? So when someone tells you to be persistent, how much did it help you? Put down the stretch of time it lasted. Did it help you for a day? Some people, it only feels good for that moment and then that feeling goes away, right? Did it last even a week? And so this chart, the purpose of it, is to confirm that pep talks and movies and 
things like that don't work. Now, we still need pep talks and reminders, don't get me wrong. I'm just saying it's not enough. So that's the problem with persistence, how it is understood as an emotion. So the second of three major issues is that the problem is the problem of persistence. Okay. Remember number one? Number one was the lack of persistence. And now we cover number two, the problem of persistence that is understood as an emotion. Now all of this leads us to the third major issue, the strategy of persistence. Here in point number three, we begin to offer a solution. This is the strategy of persistence. Now to call it a strategy is to confirm that persistence is actually a plan of action, much more than an emotion. To call it a strategy is to believe that persistence is something you execute with a plan, much more than an emotion. Like some emotion you just attach to yourself, you know, just to be persistent, like be happy or be persistent. It's, it's not like that. You can't tell someone to just be persistent. That doesn't work because it's not an emotion and it's not a state of being. Like, be persistent. That sounds like a state of being, but it's not a state of being. It's a plan of action that must be ex executed. So instead of saying, be persistent, it's better to say, become persistent. Because it's not a state of being. It's a journey of becoming. Becoming persistent is a plan of action. And that is a strategy that must be executed. Now, this might be a new way of thinking for some of you. And if it is, you're not alone. I don't think that the world is thinking of persistence this way. You know, Just uh, search online for a strategy of persistence and you'll find almost nothing. The topic simply does not exist. Now, don't misunderstand. The topic of persistence exists. There are many videos online about it. But most of them do not deal with any kind of strategy or plan of action. They just talk about the importance of it. And there's kind of a assumption that you just know what to do, you know, or you just need to be reminded and that we already know all about that. But that's certainly not the case because the truth is very few people are being persistent. They challenge us to be persistent. But... Um, we already know that. The problem is we don't know how to become persistent. And so my point is, there is almost nothing on the strategy of persistence. It doesn't exist. And if it doesn't exist, that means people are not thinking about it. And maybe that is why most people are not persistent. So I hope to bring some insight into the strategy of persistence. I hope to bring scripture to light on this major issue. I pray that it will boost your persistence towards the change you need to make. And that will be covered in part two. So you are listening to part one where we covered two of the three major issues. We first, we covered the lack of persistence. Then second, 
the problem of persistence. So uh, I hope you uh, got some value out of this and please acquire part two where we will cover the third strategy, uh, third issue that is, which is the strategy of persistence. Till then, may God grant you wisdom towards your strategy of persistence. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that teaching on persistence and that you are blessed in the fight and that you would be encouraged to continue persevering in this battle against this sin. Brothers, um, if you are in any need of further help or if you want, just want someone to talk to, please be sure to reach out and uh, you know we will be glad to help you. Well, brothers, that's it for today's podcast. Be on the lookout for part two, which is coming out in two weeks, which will be the next podcast episode. And as always, brothers, the victory is ours. God bless. Hey, brothers, are you struggling with porn? Have you tried time and time again to leave it behind, but you keep falling into the same cycle of committing sin, feeling immense shame, getting back up at square one, only to fall again? And all along the way, you feel like you're dying a slow death. If so, then I invite you to check out the Titus 2 Overcoming Porn community. The Titus 2 Overcoming Porn community is the exclusive online membership community for dedicated men who want to cut off pornography and live in lasting freedom over sexual sin. So whether you're falling daily into pornography and masturbation, or you have made good progress and you are just looking for further growth and accountability, then the Overcoming Porn community is perfect for you. Our membership community combines teaching, counseling, accountability, and community to give you everything you need to overcome porn. You will be plugged into a powerful community of men who understand your struggle and who have the ability to mentor, encourage, and empower you on your journey to freedom. We will be with you every step of the way. So check it out at Titus 2 Institute. That's Titus with the number 2 Institute.com forward slash overcoming porn. Overcoming porn has a hyphen in between. That's Titus 2 Institute.com forward slash overcoming dash porn. And remember, brothers, the victory is ours. Thank you for listening to the Overcoming Porn podcast. We hope that this podcast and our other resources can equip you to find freedom over porn and lust. Please visit Titus 2 Institute. That's Titus with the number 2, institute.com for all of our other resources.